an absolute honour here today for Turf Business TV. Uh, we're joined by Paul Larson here at uh, Royal St George's, uh, the venue for this year's Open Championship. Paul, thanks for taking time out of what is really busy. I mean, we pulled up in the car park today and there's so much going on, people running around everywhere. Um, it must be quite a challenge for you at the moment. Um, it's very busy at the moment. Uh, it's, it's exciting. Uh, loads of people here non-stop. Uh, this feels like the build-up to it now. It's sort of been gradual, but now it feels like today especially. Loads going on. Not the first time you've been through it, though? No, we were here in 2011. I was uh, deputy back then to Graham. He was the head back then. It just sort of, that was my first year back, and it just sort of grew into the year that we didn't even feel like the Open was coming. And then suddenly, boom, there was the Open. But this time round, it just, because we'd been there free to start, it's been like seven years' work, and suddenly it's sort of beginning to pay off, I think. So you took over in 2012. I and did. You knew this was coming back then? Uh, I suppose I did in the yeah. future. I didn't know what year we yeah. were going to get it, obviously. So we had a few years out to do some stuff, and I think a few years back we knew, so yeah, it's been our focus. So day you're told Open's coming back, and it's coming back 2020. Yeah. Did you start planning then, or did you kind of run into a room and cry for a bit <laughs> <laughs> no of course we were looking forward to yeah. the open i have to say that yeah. <laughs> and we are um really it all started back in 2013 when we were trying to change the composition of the grasses out on the golf course so we were doing it with something in the back of our minds which okay. we knew one day we we're obviously going to get the open so we had a few years out to try and get it to the way we wanted it um, we had the amateur in 2017, um, so that focused our attention on that, and then basically we just built on that, leading up to where we are now. So, so changes on the, on the grasses, have you yeah. implemented any other changes over the last few years? With Do you know what, everything, I, I wouldn't know where to start, right, but okay. we've, we've changed all the composition of all the grasses, from the tees, greens, aprons, to the rough, even the rough, playability of the rough is much better now, it was like a jungle back in the day. Uh, the last four years in particular, we thinned it out. That's been achieved through burning, cut and collect, uh, a bit of sanding, all stuff like that. So now when you hit it, anyone can play this golf course now. You should be able to find your ball wherever it is, but you still got the challenge of getting it out. But it's wispy now. So that's what I've been trying to achieve, not just for the open, but for all the time. Members and other tournaments. For members, tournaments, visitors, everyone. So, yeah, and golf in general. Golf should be a little bit, it should be a challenge, but not impossible. And, you know, talking about challenge, but not impossible. Yeah. I think some of the challenges when I talk to other green keepers and, and you know, course managers about build ups and managing through a, a big tournament like this, the number of volunteers that you get come in that suddenly swells your team. I mean, I think, what, what's yeah. the size of your team on a uh, regular? 15 at the moment, 15. yeah. And when you get the volunteers in, what's, yeah. what does it grow to? So we've got 30 volunteers. Okay. Uh, we'll have about eight uh, from the other R&A courses that hold okay. the Open, so they'll come two weeks before, right. but the rest will generally come the week leading up to the Open. So that's a big challenge, managing those and keeping them all, well, housed for one thing. Yeah, well, we've got that? we've got accommodation <laughs> for them. It is a bit of a struggle sometimes, yeah. but we've got them uh, some sort of bunker bins that okay. uh, are, are cosy. So hopefully they'll like them. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's, it's, that's common practice. At it's common practice, so I believe. People yeah, know, people so, know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I, mean, I think it's the atmosphere of everything. Uh, really, do you know what? They won't be sleeping much anyway, yeah. so it's just a bed for them. Uh, but you know, the privilege, the honour, and the I guess the rush you'll get and the yeah, tick on the CV I'm being hope, part of that. Yeah, that I hope team. it's more than that. I don't want it just to be a tick on the CV and. Uh, yeah, you've done this and blah, blah, blah. I want them to come here, enjoy it, enjoy the experience of it. Yeah. And we will make them part of the team. I hope so. Okay. So they will enjoy the experience. So they're yeah. not just helpers. They're, they're, they're not helpers. They will be part of the team. Of course, we've done the, the donkey work over the years. Sure. They will help do the polish and make it special, I hope. And the other thing that I think is up there is the kind of being in the spotlight. So your course, which yeah. is a world-renowned course, I guess it's always under some kind of spotlight, but it must be magnified to the power of, I don't know what, uh, come July. Yeah. How are you preparing yourself for that? Well, <laughs> we don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in denial. We're in denial. <laughs> no, do you know what? We just, we've got loads of little tournaments leading up to it. Okay. So our goals are just each week, right? We've got Hewitt coming up, then we've got the Easter meeting, then we'll have another... We'll have the June monthly medal. So that'll all get the same attention as normal. And all right, the stands, everything else goes up around you. And you're suddenly looking out and you're going, blimey, we've got something coming up in yeah. July and everything. <laughs> so our goal is focus of what we're trying to do for July. But we're just going to carry on each day as it comes. A bit like a footballer. It's all about the three points. It's the it? next game or the next yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got plenty to keep you, you busy with the build-up and et cetera. Um, yeah. I'm sure the other people that are keeping you busy are the RNA. Uh, what are they like to work with? They're fantastic to work with. Okay. We're all part of the team, and uh, we have our ups and downs in the past, but we're all trying to achieve the same goal of having the course perfect uh, uh, at the time of the Open. Have they um, made you change the way that you work, or is it just a case of you've adapted within uh, your kind of philosophy? Yeah, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, we're, we're quite a sustainable golf course, so I've got old-fashioned views and everything. So we kind of blend in my views with their views, okay. and we just sort of compromise to get the best for this golf course, really. You know your venue, you so know So we your know course, our yeah. venue, we know what we're trying to achieve. As I said, we just want it to peak for the Open. Yeah. Normally, uh, we just keep it going as best you can during the year anyway, and you, you react to the conditions anyway. So I suppose we're trying to take every equation out of it to get it dead on for that week, which I think we would do. Um, but you know, they've got some great agronomists there. Uh, we're all part of the team. Uh, like we've got Bob Taylor in today from the STRI right, looking out um, what we've got to do for the actual event, little things like that, that you have to be aware of that you probably wouldn't do. And in terms of, you know, as we stand in the current climate, and probably more so than seven years ago, when, oh, sorry, is it nine years ago? Nine years ago, yeah. I'll do my maths today. Yeah. Um, environmental issues, yeah. the tools that you've got in your, your box now to, to deal with things yeah. uh, are fewer. Yeah. You've got to do things in, in the right way anyway. Are the RA putting more pressure on you to maybe go even further than you would normally? Well, they've got the 2030 initiative where we're all sort of aiming for that sustainability sort of focus yeah. and uh, I quite like the goal of you know less pesticides less fungicides all the rest of it so hopefully we can all work together to achieve that I've, I'm not one for doing all that I think people who know me know 
I, I don't over fertilize, I'm okay. very low on the inputs, and I'll try not to spray for hardly anything. Um, so we try and do it as natural as we can. Of course, we need a little bit of fail safe ideas sure. um, leading up to the open. We wouldn't want a disease outbreak in the week of the open. Yeah. There's little things like that that I have to um, comprehend as well. So, yeah, that adjusts our sort of way we act a little bit. And have you brought in any extra help around environmental side of things, or has it been kind yeah, of just know in what? partnership with RNA? Yeah. Do you know, I wouldn't say in partnership, it is in partnership with RNA, but it's been more in partnership with Natural England. Right, so I've okay. done a lot of work with Natural England and the Environment Agency. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of guys, um, Phil Williams in particular, uh, he, he sort of helped us or me learn more right. from a sustainable point of view, what we can do, what we can't do, what we should be doing. And uh, I've just learned in, in since 2012 when I've dealt with them, really, I've learned so much from them guys that have helped with what we've achieved out there now. So for me, the goal is not just given the open, but I want the course to look like it's just a golf course in a dune land. Yeah. Uh, because everything else is gonna look like it's just been there 100 years or whatever it's been there. Um, so that's been my little goal. And in, in terms of managing the course, have yeah. there been any unexpected challenges through the build up? I mean, obviously, the rain's been something to deal with, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I know, and yeah, and I'm getting flack for the rain from the rain dances I've had in the past. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, where do I start? But um, like in 2013, we were flooded, then it's been dry ever since, then 2018, we get the drought. We lost a lot of coverage, as people probably know. Yeah. know. Uh, we lost our fairways quite a lot, we lost a lot of the semi-rough, so that was a challenging time. But a lot of hard work, seeding, sanded, blah, blah, blah. Um, we got them all back last autumn, so September was fantastic for us, October was fantastic. So we got complete coverage, but that was worrying times because a year to go when you're trying to get everything back to where it should be, but the year before that, we were perfect and I was like, bring it on and then you get an impact like that and it just blows your mind a little bit. Now all of a sudden, we've had the rain, the water table's up to where it should be and it still keeps raining. So there's parts of the course just out the front that's a little bit holding a bit of water, but the the, the fairways, the greens, the tees are still pretty firm. So okay. it's done us all right, but challenges non-stop, yeah. And you've got a good team around you by I've, the looks of it. I've Those got, 15 guys, are they, yeah. they're, they're doing what you, you hoped? Uh, and a bit more, they yeah, are okay. fantastic. So I, yeah, we wouldn't be where we are today without them guys. They've just been brilliant. So uh, hats off to them because it's all right for me barking the orders, but <laughs> they've done the donkey work. So without them, you don't have a golf course. Right, that's so very true, mate. Most you know, top greenkeepers and top course managers that I talk to, they all kind of recognise that yeah, it's, it's a team game. It is a team. It's all right to say, yeah, but it's under you or whatever. But um, it's it really is down to them guys to do it. And they've got to believe in what you're doing, and they've just got to get out there and do it. And sometimes I try and help with them. Um, so it does feel like, it feels like quite a small team, but we're close-knit, and uh, yeah, well done, my guys. <laughs> I hope so, anyway. <laughs> well, we're, we're based in the mess room here today, yeah. um, which is, I, th I think, doubles up as your office as well, doesn't this it? This is my <laughs> office, welcome. <laughs> so maybe it doubles up as the mess room as well. So yeah. Hopefully we're not keeping your team away from a tea break. Or yeah, they've had enough tea break today, <laughs> okay. yeah. There's the whip coming out again, yeah. isn't it? Um, so managing the team, managing the course, you know, that's all part of it. Yeah. When you've got a, an event like this, which is 
how do we put it, upsetting the regular flow of what the members expect? Yeah. How are you managing with the members? Ah, very good question. So really the members, I'd like to think, uh, uh, are excited about the Open. Yeah. There is going to have to be sacrifices. It, it would have been all right this year, but obviously last year we had the drought, so we've had to put mats in place. There's a lot of rope out on the golf course. So they've, they've probably uh, had to put up with a lot this year. If we hadn't had the drought, it might not have been so drastic. Right. So really we're thankful that they've uh, kind of not played so much this winter, but it's allowed the course to rest and it is actually looking very good out there now. So I think when they come back and they start playing in spring, they'll realise it was worth it. Okay. So I'm, I'm hoping they're not feeling it's too <laughs> too much of trouble for them. So in terms of obviously open week, and I guess yeah. maybe the week before, does, is the course closed and not available? Yeah, or? it's a couple of weeks or two or three weeks before is they it? close right, it. Okay. I think it's uh, three weeks for visitors and then I think they allowed their guests a couple right. of weeks before. But the last two weeks, yeah, we'll close the course. Okay, and in terms of course setup, yeah. Do you get involved in that, or is that really the RNA coming and say, right, pin positions are going there? Um, so for the last one, I I helped quite a lot with the setup, with okay. um, uh, with the RNA. Uh, basically, we'd set the pins up to everywhere we wouldn't put it for the open, <laughs> right, <okay>. things like <laughs> that. So there'd be like ridiculous areas. So we just try and uh, protect the areas where we think the pins will be. Okay. Um, uh, do you know, I have a guy who, who does change the holes. He's very good at it and he's got great imagination so I'm hoping between all of them they'll come up with some okay. great pin placings. So I'm hoping it's a team game, yeah. Okay. And in, in terms of what will make this a successful Open Championship for you and your team, yeah. what, how will you judge it at the end of it? <sighs> well, good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? It, it, yeah, as long as the players come in and have a good time, enjoy it and actually you know you don't get too many negative comments but I think when they go out there and see it they're gonna be like wow this is a great little golf course okay. uh, and also spectators I get a lot of my friends coming here they'll tell me if it's good or bad <laughs> as well so they did for the last one so um, we just got to give them the best we can give them and just hope they appreciate it and uh, enjoy it and post event then yeah okay. um, in my head, and I'm probably wrong with this, you know, come Sunday, six o'clock, trophies presented, people are starting to go away. Yeah. Well, you hope they're going away and yeah. you've got to, you know, hang around for Monday because there's been dreadful rain or whatever. I don't know what the contingency yeah. is. Fingers crossed. What do you do? Do you, do you go off on holiday or do you get back to work or what, what are you going to, as a team, what's, what's As a team, happen? that Sunday night, yeah. we're going to have a couple of shandies. <laughs> okay, good. Market, celebrate it. <laughs> I yeah. think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then how long are you going to, Give them to kind of take a deep breath before it's kind of. I guess you've got more events coming up. You've got any corporates yeah, going on afterwards? So or? believe it or not, the, there's a couple of days straight after where they have corporate events, right, so okay. they play it. So I don't know how we're going to deal with that just yet. Right, but um, maybe with sore heads. But <laughs> <laughs> at least you won't have thirty or thousand no, people stomping around. Really, yeah, so. so it should be fine. I mean, it'll be just great to get free to that Sunday and yeah. be able to celebrate it. But after the open, after that. Um, yeah, it could be a come down for people. It might be quite nice. There's a couple of competitions we'll be, you know, focusing on. on. So yeah. it's um, this is our job. It's what we do. And the other thing I'm always interested in, you know, big tournament like this, a place that's not 
you know, week in, week out, having 30,000 people or however many stomping across your turf, literally. How does the course recover? What impact does it have on the course? Yeah, so from the last one, it's quite dry in the last one. Mm. Right, it was a couple of rainy days, but generally it was quite dry. Um, it wasn't that much damage as it goes. Right. Um, where all the stands have been uh, dug in and everything, got to fill all the holes in, things like that. But it's damage, I suppose, from spectators. Basically, all the grass is worn away. Um, but talking to naturalists and Natural England, that they were all like, well, whatever grass you lose, you get the wildflowers coming in instead. <laughs> right, um, okay. But we'll work on that over the years. Cut and collect, and I'll do a bit of burning that autumn. Okay. And we'll bring it back to where it was. But generally, it's not as bad as you think. Unless it's really wet and right, horrible, okay. then that's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. You know, what if you get a Celtic manor situation? I know. Have you got a contingency in your head? Or yeah, I might get an MVE, might I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a CV, I'm not sure. Um, we'll take it and we'll deal with it as it comes but hopefully we'll be dry enough the greens are quite firm they drain quite good so uh, fingers crossed that, that doesn't happen